0: Welcome to Hey Babe, I'm Queer, conversations and coaching for later in life queers.
1: A podcast about coming out later in life and creating the relationships you want.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Babe, I'm Queer, where we talk about why so many people are coming out now, why come out if you're in a partnered relationship, and our thoughts about the invisible majority, the bisexuals, and the LGBTQIA community. Well, and I like the different you know some behind the scenes for folks who can't see us because no one can um yeah right the like record for the one is here and the record for the other one the backup is in the opposite side of the screen so it's just fun to watch you operate the
1: right with the mechanics swiping the mouse to Mm -hmm. side to side to switch from full screen apps i love
0: watching you swipe that mouse side to side
1: (laughs) okay then (laughs) definitely put the e on this episode
0: yeah um Anyways, now that I'm blushing behind a mic stand, um, just jump into it. So I'm Allison. uh, Cis, het, not het, I'm not hetero. (laughs) What am I? Surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, I'm straight. Just kidding. Um,
1: (laughs) Cisgendered,
0: white woman. I go, I fluctuate between bi, pan, and queer labels uh, and monogamish, polycurious, I I think. Yeah. Where I'm floating around in that cool side of things.
1: Sounds good. So I'm Tanner, uh, gender fluid, bi-curious, poly-curious, I suppose. It's floating around in my mind previously, uh, not thought about it too much, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe some things have come up that uh, tickled that thought, I suppose. Sure. So,
0: yeah. 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 And uh, today we're talking about the Bisexual revolution.
1: Bisexual revolution.
0: That's what I'm calling it anyways.
1: I like it. Good title.
0: So the reason why I want to talk about this is, and maybe it's just because I'm more and more immersed in the later in life, by queer, gay, mm-hmm. whatever, not straight communities. Okay. Um, That I feel like I'm seeing this become more and more of a quote unquote thing like I'm seeing more the tides shifting and more and more people coming out later in life
1: yeah um, okay.
0: probably because I'm finding those people but I know when I was when I first came out to you for example like five years ago it didn't it felt like it's isolating. been five
1: years yeah sheesh at least sheesh. Um, take a drink real quick <laughs>
0: Right. so it felt like I was the only one like it was very comforting that my partner also was coming out.
1: Like at that stage in your life, you mean? But at that stage
0: in life and that I felt, I thought that like everybody else had figured out their sexuality and it just took me this way late time. Gotcha. Um, But thanks to the pandemic and to me wanting to numb out of daily life a little bit, I joined TikTok.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: And uh, I was
1: wondering if the gay talk was coming in.
0: Yeah. TikTok figured me out. Faster, I think, than any other social media platform. They
1: got a real good algorithm. Ever has it's. That's, they got a good algorithm.
0: It's like, oh, you have your neurodivergent, your, <laughs> um, you've got some trauma that you're dealing with, and you are gay as fuck. Is <laughs> <It's> basically <laughs> what TikTok <laughs> told me about myself, and uh, it's not wrong. Um, yeah. So it was really interesting to see that reflected in such a fun way um and also there are because of that i have been a part of other communities on different social media platforms where there's groups of thousands of other women specifically who are coming out as lesbian bi queer pan possibly polyamorous yeah and So I went from in the past five years feeling like I was completely alone to like there is a fucking like watershed moment happening. I think because so many people oh yeah nice have had the time and opportunity to reflect because what were we doing for the past sure two years? But like
1: a lot of self reflection for good or ill, but a lot of self reflection has been happening. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, and for people who maybe would not have sought out, you know, a kid's dancing app, which is what TikTok felt like when I first joined it.
1: Yeah, okay. That makes sense and then with the music alley. Right.
0: Found their people.
1: Musically I, clearly I'm not a kid. I don't know how to pronounce it. But yes, that's <laughs> they bought that and then But yeah, it, yeah, like
0: it's been it's been really refreshing and also encouraging seeing more and more people um having the opportunity to Come out and accept who they are truly, and I think, and this this might be because I am walking away from straight culture and into queer culture more and more. But like, it really does seem like there is becoming a a lot more people, or at least, are speaking out about their preferences and their identities. And I have done a lot of like unlearning and relearning and deconstructing and all those sorts of things in the last even just two years on what does it mean to come out later in life? Why are so many more people doing this? um, Why come out if you are partnered? um, All sorts of things. And it's just been a really interesting experience to kind of take a deep dive into that pool of people.
1: Which I guess to compare to the typical story of coming out is like the young um, gay, right? Whether you be gay uh, man or lesbian woman, um, you know, you're coming out of the closet and, you know, finding your your homosexuality. Right. Um, Which is why this conversation is going to be about the bi segment, if you will, right? Those folks that identify as bi maybe are more likely to be partnered. Right. It turns out maybe.
0: Well, and I think it's... Like, they are one of, so, by folks, as speaking as one of them, like, we are considered part of the invisible majority because as soon as we partner with somebody, we're put into that box.
1: Sure, and you're, you you're know? now you're hetero. Right. Heteronormative, if you will. Right. Which or is now, why I think we, you and I, have been heteronormative.
0: Right. Or now you're a lesbian or you're gay because sure. you have partnered with- Yep a same-gendered partner. And so it's just been really interesting to learn more about the bi community and seeing what goes on for them and what's gone on for me and you and realizing and recognizing that we do make up a statistically large part of the LGBTQIA plus community. But sometimes it feels like there's not a strong foothold there um it's just been a really interesting kind of journey and i think more and more people like i do see that majority becoming less and less invisible or i guess the inverse of that would be more visible
1: (laughs) right yes i heard what you meant thank you yeah yeah what comes to my mind um because you talked about right and we the whole time we've kind of been dancing around the fact of like there's an assumption in our minds that marriage is between one and another Two folks are in a marriage. Right. But we know that's not the case. Yep. Right. Uh, and that's becoming more and more, mm, I don't want to say mainstream, because it's certainly not mainstream, but more visible. Yeah. Yeah. More folks are willing to speak out about, no, this is actually how I feel is maybe I'm not um, set on being partnered to one person. Or, you know, that's, if, if we assume being married, being a partnered is just between two folks and you see your friend that you, you know... You know them as a bi mm-hmm. curious or whatever, you know, but then they find themselves, you find them partnered with one or the other gender. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, maybe they've decided to be gay. Oh, okay, maybe they decide to be hetero, right? But it almost invalidates the fact that, no, they're actually bi. They're just choosing to be partnered with yes. this person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think a lot of the visibility also for me. Comes from stepping away from the like religious culture that I was raised in, and that you okay. know, marriage is one man, one woman, sure. Um,
1: yeah, we've moved beyond that in like episode three or four, right?
0: Though? Right, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's always going to be processing around, yeah, yeah. uh, those beliefs, and
1: none don't mean just speak just right. for you either, right? I mean, that's yeah, I flippantly mentioned that, but no, absolutely right. And a lot of folks. There's a lot of that is the religious, you know, one man, one woman.
0: Right. And so for me, like stepping away from that religious framework. And honestly, like it's really about economics as well. You know, like women were property and. Yeah. <laughs> all of the historical context that goes into that. Um, Needed a man to open a bank account. Um, well, even
1: today still. Yeah. I mean, a lot of states. Now, granted, there's a lot of states now recognizing same-sex couples, but you needed that marriage, like marriage certificate right. to get all sorts of, you know.
0: Health insurance because, because we don't have universal health care.
1: Partnership. <laughs> well, let's not go down that route <laughs> on this episode, maybe later. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, I guess that's a valid point for this conversation too, right? I yep. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit more about the mistreatment of. Um, by folks in the healthcare community. Yep. Um, but yeah, you needed that marriage to get those rights as a, you know, a familial unit. Yep.
0: So it's been like, I think that, and we recently read a study that we'll post in the show notes about the invisible majority, um, the bisexual folks of the LGB community at large, the bigger umbrella. Um, But it is challenging to kind of plant your flag in that territory and have people not wanting to direct it one way or the other, whether you're partnered or not, um, and what that means. And I, I think one of the biggest challenges about being bi is that because we live in at least I came from a black and white society of, like, Christians are good, other people are not. It's, you know, it's this or that. The gray is the most uncomfortable zone that anyone can be in. So they need to okay. be in gotcha. the white box or the black box. Okay. We don't want to blend those two together because that's confusing. That's where, like, you I can just, start being analytical about. Just real
1: quick. Yeah. Uh, You're not talking about race, black and white.
0: No, I am not. I'm talking about colors, black and white, like on the Bible. (laughs) The words in black, the pages white. Gotcha. Jesus spoke in red. I see. That's all you need.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Okay, just want to make sure.
0: Yes. Yes, this is not, I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about like putting people in gay box or straight box. And Mm -hmm. when you start blending those two together. Sorry,
1: I just had to put people in gay box. It got... (laughs) apologize for this
0: sign me up um
1: <laughs> keep going sorry
0: So, yeah so I think it's like it makes people uncomfortable yeah um when someone doesn't fit neatly into a predetermined or clearly definable situation and role
1: and so if someone's bisexual they're like I' it's, maybe it's hard to compute hard to understand like well what do you mean you like both mm-hmm it's just one and one man, one woman, or okay, fine. Maybe one man, one man, one woman, one woman, sure. But it's still a union of two folks. Right. Right. What do you mean? You'd like both. Yeah. You know. Yep. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I think in part of like my tapping into <laughs> that discovery of really owning my bisexuality, it's like, oh, straight people don't kiss their f- same-sex friends for fun like that's not a thing that like straight people are out there doing <laughs> they're not like they're not I, that's so i've been told
1: then i guess i'm not straight clearly
0: right <laughs> so i'm like oh that's really like huh playing spin the bottle when you're in junior high or high school is probably more of a junior high thing for me but like uh you know it, when it would land on a girl I'd be like you know people would laugh and giggle and i'd oh, be like gotcha. okay let's do this like whatever <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, that's the way the bottle landed this way the bottom right. look we're playing the game or not
0: yes um but apparently that you know
1: okay so that was not, kind of
0: a- not in retrospect but in like in heterospect uh should have had some like gay flags going off in well my head. <laughs> thank <Well> you
1: <laughs> gotcha so that was like a uh not revelation. Yeah, revelation. Yeah. Not to use the
0: right <laughs>
1: religious sense of the term, but uh, for you, yeah, was to see. Oh, maybe that's not the thing that most hetero folks do. Right. Just kind of reinforces your. Oh no, I guess I am bi. Yeah,
0: like oh no, I I've been this way for a while. I just couldn't gotcha. see it because all I ever knew was like you're straight because that's the only thing you can be unless you know that you're super gay.
1: Sure. Gotcha. And I then that's okay. Except, right. Sure. But right. But again, to your point, that gray in the middle is. Real... I couldn't
0: even see it in my own self.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Bummer.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Like, okay. I'm, I'm there now. I see it. I can see the history and the stories of why I didn't see it before. Gotcha. And can own where I am now. Sure. And.
1: Take that and go forward. Don't yeah. need to worry about what missed out on the past, I suppose. Right. That's a fair... Yeah.
0: Well, and I think I'm very fortunate that I am coupled with someone who also wants to see me be happy in whatever that means. Um, I know that I am friends with people who are in similar situations, that there are partners like, I see you and I hear your identity, but I don't want to step away from being a monogamous couple.
1: Mm, okay. You
0: know? So, like, I want to absolutely recognize the privilege I have in being partnered with someone who is open to letting our relationship evolve and not just be the thing it was that we said it was going to be when we got married.
1: That's a good point and it's as you were saying that uh, to me for the first time just now I'm obviously a little biased being the one you're partnered with mm-hmm. um, so I had to get over that real quick and uh, it, it brought to my mind that I'm I'm committed to our partnership. I'm not attached to it looking a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's a distinction in my mind. Those two words mean completely different things, yeah. right? I'm not attached to it looking a certain way. It doesn't have to be just you and me only forever. I'm not trying to possess you or you know claim that you're mine. And mm-hmm. It only can be the way I want you to be. Because to your point, at the root of it all, I'm committed to... I'd love to spend the rest of my life with you if you'll have me. Um, maybe someday I'll ask you to do that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I want you to be happy, right? Right. I, I what brings me joy is you, your joy mm-hmm. and um, whatever that looks like. Yeah. yeah. And we,
0: I don't think I fully understood that that was your position until I came out to you.
1: Sorry, I was drinking some Benedictine and brandy real quick there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much you want to get into um, our sexual exploration and stuff on that front.
0: I don't care whatever Um, whatever's coming up like we can if we feel like we need to (laughs) edit it that's fine
1: because i guess i've known trying to think the timeline of things is blurry in my mind Mm -hmm. right um but maybe it's it's since you had come out with to me Mm -hmm. about that i want to say even in that uh (laughs) coming out conversation now that we're talking more about it um, and things are coming back to me. I'm like, well, let's find you a girlfriend then or yeah. something, right? Yeah. I feel like that's something I said to you in that conversation.
0: You 100% said that to I'm me that I'm glad you remember it better than I do. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, is this really happening? Like.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, if, if you are if you're in it and yeah. you're bisexual, uh, you enjoy women just as much as men or maybe want more even. I yeah. don't know. Um, maybe that's how I snagged you is I'm <laughs> a little bit feminine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want you to shut that off, right? Um, right, because um, it's not some sort of like, oh well, I want to. look Great to be me and two girls, fantastic. No, it's more about for you. Um, I want you to be happy, fully happy, mm-hmm. as much as you can. And I don't want to. Again, I don't want to be attached to it. it. Only looks a certain way, right? Um, and from in my mind, so yeah, let's let's find you a girlfriend if that's what you you know if you're looking to explore that more, you know, earnestly more. Uh, conscientiously now than it ever being like a background fantasy in the past you know right let's 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 find some folks so I mean I'm sure there's now looking back at it I I know there are communities for that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but at the time like I'm sure there's you know folks out there let's go find look into that explore that more
0: yeah yeah and I think like when I came out to you I had thought about like well i I didn't expect you to come out back to me, obviously, Um, but I thought that when I was coming out to you, it was going to be like, I just needed to share this with you, and I did not know if I would be able to experience a relationship with a woman and still be married to you.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I didn't know that was something on the table. And, like, you offering that on the table was, like, a revelation. (laughs) It was revelatory and I like and in that conversation and in the past five years, seeing and you like being the example of like I want to be your partner and I want you to be happy and if that means that we're not partnered, then that's okay. It's not what we want right now. Yeah. Like we want to be together as long as being together is what makes us happy and, and sense. And I didn't know that that was an option, I think, until we had those conversations.
1: That that um, being partnered with a woman. Yeah. Right. Because t- traditionally, typically, harkening back to that religious upbringing is, you know, you married and you're married. Right. Until you die. Yes. Right, until death do us part kind of yeah. thing. Right.
0: But it's so funny because, like, I know so many people who have had affairs, who have had both physical and emotional and, like, have not been monogamous, but in very unethical ways. Yeah. And you bringing that up as, like, you could have a girlfriend. Like, you can go get a girlfriend. Um, Is definitely what opened the door for me to explore ethical non-monogamy and polyamory and seeing like that kind of helped open my eyes to see even more was out there like it kind of been trickling in a little bit yeah um but actually like
1: opening yourself up emotionally
0: right to see what was actually available to even
1: explore that as a possibility yeah realistically yes as opposed to just the fantasy of maybe what what could be right but like, oh, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, this could be your life.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not?
0: Why not? I mean, it,
1: again, it comes back to the, you know, open communication and commitment and, um, you know, obviously be smart and safe about it. Right. Emotionally, physically, all that sort of stuff. Yes. Right? Be, be mature about it.
0: And it does lead, like, that is the tip of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> of, like, this is possible because, and we will probably do an episode on ethical non-monogamy at some point in the future, but, like, there's so many other things that you want to talk about before any other outside relationship happens so that you yeah. can, yeah, because valid. that is where some of those, like, non-ethical things come in if you haven't had those conversations, which is why it's really important to be able to have those open yeah, confident conversations where you can express what's going on for you, hold space and process your feelings because they're all going to be there like it's all going to come up.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, get, yeah. Get real good at having conversations and honest conversation with your partner about things that matter, you know, get that skill down uh, before or at least practice, you know, get some practice at it and know. Be be aware of the things that could come up. Yeah. As they come up, as opposed to just trying to f- dive into that type of conversation, and then that's where folks get hurt and mistakes happen, and yeah, yep. you start skating on that nonethical line, right? Right. That's a good yeah, point.
0: and I think that like. Not everyone who comes out as bi or pan or queer even necessarily wants to leave their relationship or open their relationship. And that's totally valid, too. Like, totally fine. Totally valid. Like, we are just sharing from our personal experience. I know that there's a much broader path and range of experiences out there. But I do think that it's, you know, our experiences are also possibly shared or can be an example for others. And that's why we're here.
1: Yeah. Right. So to your point about that, right, that's just the tip of that conversation. And I don't mean to like one doesn't necessarily mean the other. And we can certainly dive into that topic a little bit more um, because it could come up for folks um, who are know that they're by coming out later in life to their partners. That that certainly is a path. And we've lived it. So more than happy to share that. Mm -hmm. But just kind of like that's something that came up. Yep. So one sidetrack a little bit or yeah, you know, d- dive deep into that.
0: Yeah. And I do want to say, like, I want to offer a couple of reasons why you might want to come out, because I know that there are many listeners out there who are still like, I'm not sure if I even need to come out. I'm in a partnered relationship. Why? Why even do this?
1: So these are folks that they know they're by. Yeah. But why come out? Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Got it.
0: Um. First... Because you want to. <laughs> uh, that's a completely valid reason. Yeah. Like. No... Just because
1: I want to. What else do I need? Right. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Nothing. You don't need anything. Um, You. I wanted to come out because I wanted you, Tanner, to know my authentic self, like what was happening for me. And. I think that that's true whether you are coming out to your partner or if maybe you're first coming out to a friend. It's because you want to show somebody your true self and what's happening for you. Yeah. And that emotional intimacy is something that we need as a species. And it's a way to gat, gat, to gat. I saw the cat and I was saying get.
1: And I'll cut that out.
0: (laughs) I hope you don't. But it's a way to make those emotionally intimate connections with your romantic and or platonic friends.
1: That validation. Yeah. You know, of your of what you're feeling inside. That validation is it means so much. Yeah. It it really does. Um That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> okay.
0: It's- um, and the second reason is I think it helps you find community. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we have been immersed in the straight cishet culture and yeah. world because that's what most of mainstream quote unquote media is showing. Um, are you we're, know,
1: it's we're raised in, it's we're yes. born into, we're raised into in the, in the culture in this country, especially yeah, in middle America, yeah.
0: So it really can help you, um, make those connections, and I think it really is important for other um, bi folks to be able to find and connect with each other because the challenges that they face are a little bit different and like bi erasure is a real thing and being able to talk with somebody about feeling like you your sexuality is erased because of who you're partnered with can be really like cathartic experience to have someone who can relate to you in a similar fashion
1: yeah finding that community I think that's important for me um and ho- hopefully uh I- i'm kind of new to this whole thing right you spent the last two years in, in gay talk I, mm-hmm. or i forget i'm not good on the hashtags clearly. that's fine <laughs> you, you're my source into that Yes, um but i don't have a real good you know i'm relatively new to finding the community type thing yeah so we'll we'll talk about that in the future episode where hopefully you can give me some tips and tricks on yeah that point right is um being a by queer folk where to find some community yeah yeah that is important
0: it is it really it will it helps like it's a it's a good thing for your mental health to have a community to have that support and to have that the place where you can go and like you don't have to hide anything or you can even celebrate different parts of yourself um it just it does help create some of those feelings of validity, especially when you are partnered and you feel like that makes you harder to see as part of the the rainbow community.
1: Yeah, selfishly too. I I hope that this podcast creates that type of community or contributes to that in some small way as well. That this is a place for folks that listen and can give us feedback, and we help provide that community. Yeah. Right? Whether as we're living through it and learning. Uh, and sharing resources and stuff that's
0: yeah absolutely i would love to connect with listeners and to start building some more of those spaces physically and online where more folks can come together and share their experiences share their challenges like where we can support each other because i do think that it's a really vital part of our lives
1: yeah as as humans as yes. part of the species to your point earlier right yep yeah
0: So I wanted to wrap up around, like, why I think so many people are coming out now, later in life. And I think it's twofold. Um, I think that more people are coming out now because, one, it is more acceptable. Like, thanks to our trans brothers and sisters and our other queer gay lesbian brother and sisters for being on the forefront and fighting for their rights and for their place in the fabric of our culture because they've always been here. And now yeah. it's time to, it's well past time to <laughs> accept them and embrace them and for everything that they bring to our lives. Like we really have them to thank for it being more and more acceptable to yeah. be who you authentically are. And the second part is that it's, I think.
1: It's, it's very inspiring. Yes. I, before you jump on to your second yep. point there, it's very inspiring. Yes. Um, I know it's, I'm not so quietly a fan of mm-hmm. Uh Got one of his posters up in, in the bedroom uh, on the way to the, my dressing room, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it's it, very inspiring to see those folks that have come before us and uh, ma- makes me want to speak out as well. Yeah. Yeah yes it's absolutely so. worth shout out to todrick
0: hall in case you guys didn't catch that <laughs> <I> think, reference <laughs>
1: yeah i think he's going by todrick now okay it's down to one name you know okay the madonna
0: gotcha if you will love it love beyonce, it <laughs> beyonce todrick. got it um yeah like we really do have them to thank for blazing the trail before us um and the other point that I was going to make about why I think people are coming out now is because I really do think that a lot of folks are just now realizing it. Sure. Like, it took me until I was 32 to realize it. And it took me until I was later than that. <laughs> until I was, like, 38, which is just now, to really feel <laughs> valid in my own experiences and, like, to see that it is real for me, Um this sexuality
1: it is becoming more part of the culture now Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's more folks are aware of it being um, an option for themselves yeah Yeah. to your point right maybe they're shaking off the shackles of religion if you will and and re-examining their life and the way they've been taught things are right and wrong there's a a lot more gray out there to, to use your phrase from earlier there's a lot more gray out there and you know ethically you can explore different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not just for the kids either, right? Because, like you say, you've always been that way, right? Right. And we've always been this way. It's just now acknowledging, you know, getting over our own shit to figure out, yeah, how we're gonna be who we want to be.
0: Yes, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to chat about the bisexual revolution and awakening?
1: I'm I'm happy to be part of it, um, and I I'm happy we're doing this podcast so that we can create a community around. Like I say, to to help contribute to it and create a space for folks that you know aren't sure but want to find that community. Um, yeah. Hopefully, if we can if we can help one or two folks outside of this room. Yes. <laughs> We've already helped ourselves pretty well, I think, and we'll keep moving on that. Yep. Uh, I think it's yeah. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Same. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening this week. We always look forward to sharing our thoughts with anyone whose ears we are tickling right now. (laughs) 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 I really don't know how to end this podcast. (laughs) So you're welcome. (laughs) Thanks all. Have a good week. If this sounds like something you'd enjoy, or perhaps you know someone who could benefit, please like, subscribe, and tell someone you love about this, the new podcast from Allison Jameson Coaching hey babe, I'm queer, or as we lovingly refer to it, HBIQ. See you at the next episode.